everybody welcome to geeky dads talk about geeky things i'm jj johnson and joining me back on the show today is none other than josh hart josh what's going on man oh not a lot just sitting here uh being a geek today wearing my uh life is barred shirt nice uh, so yeah i'm excited to be on the show all right well it's good to have you back folks if you go back to i think it was I don't know, September of 2022, Josh was one of, on one of our episodes, and we talked a little bit about D&D, and he is back today, and we're actually going to talk about building a D&D character for myself. I have not played D&D or any RPGs in many, many, many years. Josh is at what I consider to be an expert on this. He is very active in multiple campaigns, he and his wife, Liberty. And uh, so I've been wanting to get back in to do some D&D and RPGs, and I think Josh is the perfect person to really help me step back into this. So what we're going to do is we're going to build me a D&D character today, and I honestly, I have no idea what's going on. Now, Josh is a podcaster himself, him and his wife, and Aaron uh, uh, do a podcast called Lasers, Dragons, and Keyboards. Did I say that right? You did. Yep. Okay. Wanted to make sure I didn't get dragons and lasers and everything else mixed up. <laughs> On the episode, you guys started that episode, that podcast, oh, Lee, way back in 2015, 2016, somewhere around there. And yep. it's it, it went on a little hiatus for a while, and now you guys are back doing some episodes. So go check them out at Lasers, Dragons, and Keyboards. Josh is also an author himself has written several pieces of flash fiction and short stories and things like that. And he's also co-writing a book with his, am I allowed to say this? Is this like, you know, am I giving oh, some? You're allowed. Yeah, you're allowed. <laughs> <laughs> Breaking some confidentiality agreement or something. <laughs> he and Liberty are actually co-writing a book right now in the Darby Shaw universe, which she is the author of. So uh, that's pretty exciting. I've read uh, the first two Darbies. I don't think I've read the third one. I need to do that. But Josh and I are in a writing group together. We've been in a writing group for several years. Liberty's in there. Jason, yeah, Jason Joyner, Tina Gollins, Becky Dean, most of my podcast guests. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Josh and uh, Steve Raza is also in that group too. Steve's got such a fun last name to say, Raza. I don't know. Yeah, it, it's fun to say. It's fun to, fun to write. Yeah. Yeah. It just seems like something you see on a billboard at like Vegas, <laughs> Branson, Missouri or something like that. <laughs> Come see yes. that. All right. Steve's never coming back on my show again. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, John, uh, are you ready to get into this, man? I am. I am. Let's do it. All right, so okay, so before we get started, I just watched the Dungeons and Dragons film the other day. I had not seen it yet. Uh, you know, I'm not a big go to the theater guy. Uh, you know, I went and saw Mario in theaters with my my son uh, because he was dying to see it. But before that, the last movie I remember seeing, um, I think, was Endgame. I just don't go to the theater. Wow. I'm just not a theater guy. I to me. I can watch it on my phone and enjoy it just as much. But I did. <laughs> the boys watched uh, Dungeons and Dragons on, I think it was Paramount Plus the other night. Uh, yep. I had not seen I thoroughly enjoyed it very, very much. I thought it hit a lot of the fun tropes. Um, it did. But it, you know, delved into some of the quest and side quest and things like that and hit a lot of the, the points that without, you know, mocking you know, D&D or RPGs, but also just having good fun. And that's what I enjoyed about it. It was just a good fun and fantasy flick. So what do you think of it? You know, I really liked uh, the movie. It was, like you said, it had a bunch of fun little nods to the past. Uh, and especially for somebody who's been in the D&D community uh, for as long as I have, uh, it was like, Oh, I can't believe they did that. It, it was great. And, you know, it, it was family friendly. It was just an enjoyable romp that uh, you, don't, you don't see as often anymore. So, yeah, I loved it. 
it was fantastic. Uh, and you probably caught a, uh, caught a lot of things that I probably didn't get since you're really big in the D and D community and and get into that probably a lot more than I ever have. So you probably caught a few of those things that to me I just probably missed. So, all right, everybody. So we're gonna get into building a me JJ a D and D character tonight. Now I really most times I have like show notes and I have a flow chart of how the show's gonna go. <laughs> You know, Edge and Schwerge and Conspiracy Show, which I had no idea where it was going to go. <clears throat> this is kind of one of those shows. I don't really know where it's going to go. So Josh is going to help me through this process. We thought it, I thought it'd be fun. I don't know if he thought it'd be fun. He's probably over here, you know, tortured to death. But I thought it'd be fun <laughs> on the show and do an episode helping me build a D&D character. Most of you are probably going to turn this off. and <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we'll find out. So. All right, so let me ask this before we get started. Um, when you go to build a D a character, what is the first thing that you're you're is kind of going through your mind when you go to build this uh, character, whether it's for an RPG or D and D or anything like that? Well, my process uh, for building a character uh, is the same whether it's for you know any tabletop RPG or even like a book or whatever is, you know, I'm a fan of fantastic story. And so I have to have a background idea. Um, and from there, it's just like, okay, so I have this concept. Now, what's the race? What's the class? You know, what, what's their background op occupation? That sort of thing. So uh, that that's, that's the process. Um, and I go into, like, I'm going to be... Uh, working on a thing on D&D Beyond that has a character builder. Um, and, you know, once I have the core idea, I just go through and it's like, okay, I pick my race, I pick my class, blah, 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 blah. So we just go there. Okay, so do you need, like, because we're going to be doing this a little bit in backwards order, because I'm going to be trying to write a one-shot D&D. That obviously would be my first time to write one. Um, and I'm going to try and talk Josh to come back on the show and help me with that. <laughs> help me build, help me build this D and D campaign that our entire group is going to play. Now they don't know they're going to play it yet, but I'm going to make them play it. Um, excellent. So, you know, for those out there listening to the others, you know, seven of you or six of you, you know who you are. You're going to be coming on and we're going to be playing this game. So, but I'm going to be writing this. So, <clears throat> We're going to be kind of doing this in a reverse order. Uh, we don't, I don't know what my campaign is going to be yet, <laughs> but so I'm going to build the character and then I'm going to build the campaign around the character. Is, th is that usually, is that reverse? Is it, do you usually know the campaign first and then build the character? You know, that's an excellent question. Uh, I suppose the answer is not really. I mean, that, that that's the short answer because like, for me, you know, I have enough of a love of story, you know, enough background, reading, blah, 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 that sometimes the concept of the campaign comes first. Sometimes I build characters and then it's just like, okay, now let's see what world they'd fit into. Like my current campaign is a middle of the apocalypse campaign, like modern day Earth, well, slightly future day Earth. Um, and so that the concept came first, you know, many years ago, and then I've had time to play with, okay, what does the world look like, you know, and just like world building with, you know, writing a story, it's like everything from politics to religion, you know, based on what's happening in the world. Um, so the short answer is, it's up to you how you want to build it. <laughs> All right, and you just hit every one of my geek alert buttons when you mention Apocalypse, because everybody that knows me knows I, I am a huge apocalyptic fiction fan. All right, so I have uh, a D&D &D Beyond here. Uh, my yep. my account name is Geeky Dad Plays with a Z at the end. <laughs> I'm on nice. here. Those of you not watching the video, I'm showing it on the screen. So should I just hit uh, create a character? Is that what I need yes. to do? Yeah, hit create a character. 
Um, then there's going to be all sorts of options. Um, you can name your character. You can just have it as, you know, your character one or whatever, whatever the name you want to be, Bob, Frank. Um, okay, so I, I, I want to use the standard, which is the create a character using a step-by-step approach, not the pre-made character, right? That is correct. Yep. All right. Is, okay. Oh, wow. This pulled up a ton of different stuff. Okay. Um, so now it's saying sources. So homebrew home content, critical role content, Magic of the Gathering content. Okay. Yep. Contents. I, I know Dragonlance and uh, um, David Wright, who's the show. He's a big Dragonlance guy. Um, so what should I put homebrew? Is that what I'm looking for? Uh, you can just click all of the options if you want. Um, the One of the nice things about D&D Beyond is if you have somebody, which I do in my current campaign, that has all the source books, you know, they can share that content uh, and therefore you have access to it. So yes, with that, you can actually play a Kender. <laughs> um, so... <laughs> This is a uh, partner content, Rick and Morty content, Minecraft content. So I just leave those blank. If you'd like to, okay. if you'd like to. Dice rolling. It enables digital dice rolling for this character. I'll go ahead. Yeah. Yep. Optional features, optional class features, and customize your origin. What the heck? I, is that my backstory? Like, I would say I click those. Uh, what that is, is when you get to, well, we'll discuss that more here in a few minutes. Okay. Um, and then, okay. So now we're on to um, advanced types, milestones or XP. What is the difference between that and XP based character versus a story based character progression? So that that's another excellent question. So milestone, you're going by story beats uh, to use like a, a writing term. So it's like the character gets to X, Y, Z point, and then uh, you allow them to level up. Whereas XP, it's kind of like in a lot of uh, like role-playing games, like computer games or you know video games, where you kill a monster, you get a certain amount of XP. Once you get to a certain point, you level up. Okay, yeah. So it's kind of like Skyrim. By the way, I'm a yeah. level eight in Skyrim. I just want to point that out. Um, <laughs> So it's so it's basically you know because in Skyrim let's just take that as an example uh, when you kill something when you kill multiple things uh, then you get to level up at a certain point and then uh, with with the with the other one which is the milestone so basically once you hit a certain point in your quest that's mm -hmm. when you level up so you can't you can't really level up until you know. You you free the till Dorothy frees the Tin Man or something like that, just for lack of a better term. Basically, yep. Um, Pain and Oz, man. <laughs> I, I I'm gonna go with Milestone, uh, partly, um, because I'm one. I, I just feel like it, it's you know it's a quest base. Once once you get to a certain point, uh, then you can level up. So I think I'm gonna do that. Uh, what is your preference, just by curiosity? I, I tend to go Milestone, again, because I feel like... Because Dungeons & Dragons is a group. You know, it's a group storytelling session, really. Um, and Milestone allows for a little bit more flexibility there where, hey, you know what? You can go off and do your own thing, and you might get a little bonus, you know, an item or you know, a luck point or whatever, which I'll explain, you know, uh, inspiration later. But um, Milestone is just more fun and gives more flexibility, I feel. Okay, so now we're at the hit point type. So this is after you've leveled up. You've increased your hit points by the fixed value for your chosen class or manually entered a rolled value. What the heck does that mean? Uh, so fixed means you get a fixed amount of HP or hit points, and that's uh, basically half plus one of your hit die. So a wizard has a lower hit die than a barbarian, obviously. Okay. Um, 
and rolled means you just rolled. I tend to go with fixed just because it's easier and uh, I like having more flexibility with my players to be a little bit more survivable because I've had players that have rolled nothing but ones for hit points and that's bad. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so now we're going to go into the prerequisites. Uh, Allow or restrict choices. I need to put this up here so I can see it. But, um, folks, when you get old, your eyesight starts to go. All right. It's true. <laughs> Five, and I am now both nearsighted and farsighted. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. So, um, okay. So, the prerequisites allow or restrict choices based on the prerequisites of the following. For the following for this character, feats or multi-class requirements? I would uh, keep that selected because that's a limiting factor. Okay. Feats, uh, yeah, feats uh, essentially are special abilities that you can choose. So, uh, for example, it might be the cook feat. Yes, literally, you can give your party temporary like bonus HP by cooking a good meal. Um, but you know, some some have uh, feet require or requirements. Multi-class, same thing, but for like seeing a fighter mage. So okay, so we'll leave those we'll leave those uh, selected. Now the next one is show level scaled spirit uh, spells. Display and highlight available spells to cast with higher level spell slots. I would select that again. It's a uh, it just gives more information uh, as you're going through to make it easier for you to, oh, I want to cast a fireball, but make it more powerful. It's just easier that way. Okay, so now we're on to encumbrance. Use encumbrance, no encumbrance, or variant encumbrance. What do you uh, recommend there? I tend to do no encumbrance. Um, If you're going to use encumbrance, it's a more realistic feel to your uh, to your campaign because it's just carry weight basically um, so that's what I tend to use but if you want to be a more realistic campaign you can have the yes your your heavy armor is actually heavy and it's slowing you down oh yeah I've uh, had this, so many weapons in Skyrim um, oh yes so I'm going to go with no encumbrance because, you know, I want to be able to carry whatever the heck I want whenever I want. Uh, but I can ignore my coin weight, right? Coins yes. don't. I'm going to select that because I, I don't want coins to weigh me down. I know that's not realistic and, you know, I'll sink to the bottom of, you know, Lake Mead or something like that. <laughs> Water in Lake Mead? Right? I don't know. I don't uh, know. The next two really don't matter. I just leave it the way it is. Okay, so the ability score modified display and then the character privacy. I don't care about any of that. Yeah. Have so you seen now, many times. I, it's not- go <laughs> ahead. So now you're going to hit the next button. And this is where choose a race comes in. Um, and there are a whole bunch of races. Um, everything from Birdman to basically Angel Blooded. Uh, to goblins, to elves, gnomes, dwarves, dragon-blooded. So really, you can go through and choose whatever you want. If you were to be making a character for my campaign, I'd I'd suggest either human, warforged, or half-elf or half-orc. You know, I I think I'm going to go human. And now question is, is which type of human? A, a variant human or just a regular human? Go variant human. Variant humans are better. <laughs> okay, so we're going with a variant humor. Uh, a variant, <laughs> not humor, human. I can't talk today, man. It's uh, all right. Okay, so now I need to choose my race. Yes. But wait a minute, I because there's these... Do it, does it matter? The traits matter or is this just going over what the traits are? Um, uh, you get to. Th- this is where you start being able to make uh, character selections. So languages, you get a bonus language for being a human. Um, and so you can choose 
the language of angels, the language of demons, dwarvish, elvish, halfling, kender speak, if you wanted to be a kender, or no, a kender minotaur, you know, all of these different things. Um, I would say choose something simple for the time being, uh, like dwarvish or draconic or elvish, but it's up to you. Okay, so I got to choose my race before I can do any of that, though, right? Yep, yep. Choose your race, and then you go on to uh, the details. Okay, so the the main traits of the of the race are languages, ability score increases, skill, and feet. So let's just start at the top. Let's go with languages. I need to choose one language. And yes. <clears throat> your your suggestion was either dwarvish, elfish. Or like Draconic. Draconic. What is Draconic? Uh, draconic is the language of dragons. Oh, I'm totally going with that, man. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I'm Dracon. I, I, I can do that. Okay. So now I need the what? A score increase? Yep. Uh, two different ability scores of your choice are increased by one. So going through ability scores, charisma is basically personal magnetism, like your social IQ, if you want to call it that way. Okay, so um, I'm a cult leader or something like that. Yes. Okay, Constitution cool. is physical health. You know, how hardy you are, how many, and it gives you bonus hit points. Dexterity is your agility, you know, how fast, you know, quick you are. Uh, intelligence is book learning. Wisdom is common sense uh, or street smarts, smarts. And Strength is physical power. So, oh man. Um, well, I don't think you could have both wisdom and intelligence at the same time. You can. There people. are people out there that can that can and do, but it's fun to play a low intelligence character sometimes. I, okay, I think I'm gonna go with wisdom. Okay, for the first one. All right, and then the second one. What was dexterity again? Uh, basically, your agility, uh, quickness, that sort of thing. And con what was the difference between that and constitution? Constitution is like your hardiness, your physical health, um, how, how well you can take a hit, really. Okay, I think I'll go with dexterity for the second. Okay. So my two skills... Um, or my two abilities are wisdom and dexterity. Yep. Now we go to skills. Um, and that, uh, again, th there's a lot of customization. Even if you're making a first level character, there's a lot of customization that goes into things. Um, so skills, you can choose to be acrobatic. You can choose to, uh, I mean, a lot of them are self-explanatory, you know. Arcana is knowledge of the mystic arts. Deception is how well you can deceive people. Uh, perception is how well you're able to uh, notice things around you, so on and so forth. Now, wh what's the difference between persuasion and deception? I mean, because I mean, are, are, are they different in a way? Because I mean, they both seem to be sort of persuasion in a in a bit. True. So deception is what it says on the tin. You know, you're trying to convince somebody that uh, that the lie that you are telling is true. Okay. Uh, and persuasion is different in that you're just trying to pers persuade somebody to your point of view. Okay. Oh man. Uh... Yeah, lots of choices. Slight of hand, obviously that I would be a thief in a way, I guess. Um, dude, I I don't know. I, I I think somebody I think somebody with a I think deception would be a fun character. Just you know, somebody yeah. with wisdom or not, you know, wisdom street smarts who can deceive people and believe in the lie. I you know to me that's just those those characters that are sort of the anti-hero characters. I like those, so I'm gonna pick deception. Okay. And then feet, uh, as I had said before, that's kind of your some of the special abilities that aren't dependent on class. 
Um, for the type of character you're thinking of building, I would actually go with actor because actor, it increases your charisma, which means you can deceive things better. You have advantage on deception and performance checks, and you can mimic the speech of other people. Okay, so it's only given me two choices, firearm specialist and grappler. Oh, okay. I'm not sure why that would be the case. So I wonder if it's dependent upon something that you do with one of your skills. I I think what it is is dependent on uh, what options you have available. So you said firearm specialist or what was the other? Grappler. You know, I would say... Uh, pick grappler. Um, unless you want to be proficient in firearms, but that's going to depend on what your world looks like. Yeah, that's true. Because I mean, it, if I mean, there's some, yeah, yeah, some campaigns you could have firearms and. Yep, like mine is more a modern day setting, so obviously firearms are allowed. Um, I was doing. What was that? If I was doing like a flintlock fantasy or something like that, obviously firearms would be okay. But I think oh, I'll, yeah. I'll go with grappler, like you said. Okay. I think. All right. So now, once you've selected that, you can go on to your different classes. Um, now, a lot of them are what it says on the tin, uh, art, but I'm going to explain a couple of them. Artificer. Artificer is a magical tinkerer. There's, they're the ones that you're building, you know, clockwork creatures. Or uh, Iron Man would be of an example of a artificer. You know, he is building a suit of iron or a suit of armor that can do funky things. Um, what questions do you have about the classes? Okay, so these are the ones I have. I have Barbarian, Bard, Blood Hunter, Cleric, Druid, Fighter, Monk. You know, a Deceptive Monk would be kind of cool. Um, yeah. Ranger, Rogue, Sorcerer, Warlock, Wizard. Um, I think I'll stay away from, like, the the Wizard and Sorcerer and Warlock. I kind of want to stay with those. I think I either want to go with uh, a Ranger what, what what's the difference between a bard and a barbarian? Uh, this shows you how my lack of knowledge on this. Fair enough. So bards are performers. Um, so like you're gonna have, and there's there's variant there too, but basically at its core, bards are performers that you know are skilled a lot of times in giving their party buffs. They get uh, they get dice that they can give to their their party, you know, to give advantages and whatnot. Um, singing or telling stories, that sort of thing. Okay, so they're uh, like a way. What? They're like a gleeman. Exactly. Like a yep. Wheel okay. of Time fans here. Yeah. Yep, they're gleeman. Um barbarians they are fierce warriors so you're thinking you're uh viking berserkers here um who can shrug off damage and just go go to town you know and they might take a hit but they're gonna hit hard so okay and then a uh man I kind of want to go with a rogue. Okay. Uh, rogues, um, those are everything from your normal thieves to assassins. So go with rogue. Um, add class. <laughs> uh, okay, so I'm going with rogue. <laughs> yep. Okay, now, uh, now, I'm, uh, now I'm to my class. My, uh, yes. All right, so... <laughs> Okay, and we have after this we have abilities, description, equipment left. Okay, uh, yeah. so the hit points. Yeah, hit points 
Uh, it just uh, going over my, uh, you know, okay, what those are. Yeah. Okay, so the the ones I need to look at here are the proficiency. Yes. Um, and again, those are your skills. Um, rogues at first level, they're proficient in light armor, simple weapons, hand crossbows, long swords, rapiers, and uh, short swords. Thieves tools, um, dexterity and intelligence are your saving throws. And then you get to choose from four skills to kind of round out your character. So it's choose which skills you want to have. Oh, man. Okay, so I have acrobatics, athletic, insight. What is insight? Insight is reading uh, people's motives. And like, uh, so for example, if you were trying, if your rogue was trying to deceive me, you would roll your deception roll. I would roll my insight roll to try and see, huh, is he telling the truth or not? So, okay, so you, yeah. insight, uh, I think I'm going to choose stealth. All right. And then for the next two, um, oh, man, I'm going to go slide a hand. That's a good choice. And then this last one. Oh, I'm going to go what, whatever you recommend on this last one. Uh, well, do you want to be perceptive or do you want to uh, be able to tumble well, like uh, tumble through people's uh, apartments and be able to do that sort of thing? I think I'll go with perception on this. All right, so you are a per perceptive rogue. Um, now you get to choose expertise. Um, and basically that means from a mechanical standpoint, you get a higher bonus to rolls with certain skills. Okay, um, so here are my choices. Deception, insight, perception, sleight of hand, stealth, or thieves tools. <clears throat> Well, I already chose deception on the other one. Did I choose it here, or should I go with something else? Uh, so you're going to have your, the same choices that you had before. Like I said, it's giving an additional mechanical bonus. So do you want to be better than the typical rogue, uh, rogue at deception? Oh, yeah. as big a liar as I possibly can. All right, then I would actually go deception and uh, either uh, stealth or sleight of hand. I'll go to stealth. All right. All right. So now we have two more on this screen. We have the th uh, the sneak attack and the thieves can't. Yeah, thieves can't. Okay. So sneak attack. Oh, I don't choose anything here. Nope. Uh, th these are class features. So sneak attack, basically, whenever somebody gives you advantage on the attack, you're doing more damage. It's the whole, somebody is distracting from uh, from uh, in front, and you go in and stab them in the kidneys, dealing more damage. Okay, nice, nice. Okay, so now I'm next screen, right? Next screen. Next screen is your ability scores. Generation method, we are going to go... I would say for ease of use, go with uh, standard array. Okay, what is standard array? So standard array uh, is basically the base standard ability scores across the board to, to place in your different statistics. Uh, you get an 8, a 10, a 12, a 13, a 14, and a 15. So you have no high, no super high stats, but no super low stats either. Okay, so I, okay, so I, I I get the standard array. Now it's giving me strength, dexterity, constitution, intelligence, with you know all the the main six. What is it wanting me here? Because it's like it's wanting me to choose something. Eight, yes, and twelve, thirteen, fourteen, or fifteen. So that's where you place your t statistics. So use the drop down menu on each. Uh, each stat to decide what you want that stat to be. 
So for a rogue, you're going to want high dexterity, high intelligence, and probably high wisdom. So okay. having a low strength uh, isn't a bad thing. Okay, so on those, should I, what, should I go 15, or can I only choose one, you know, like the number one time? The number one time. Oh, so I need to choose which one's going to be my highest. So dexterity, intelligence, yep. or was it charisma or wisdom? Uh, dexterity, intelligence, and either wisdom or charisma. Okay. Oh, man. Um, let's go with dexterity as, as the highest one. Okay. And then uh, let's go with wisdom as the next highest one. Because that's one that's more common sense, right? Yes. And then we'll go charisma at 13. All I don't right. want to be two weeks. So I'm going to go with uh, strength at 12. And then what's the difference between constitution and intelligence? Uh, constitution is your physical health. Um, intelligence is your book learning. And what I've learned uh, in playing this game is having one low stat can be a lot of fun. Like playing a, say, a wizard who is very, very smart but has absolutely no common sense means he's probably going to set his tower on fire. Um, you know, so. I mean, you're talking to a guy that fell out of high school. So, I mean, I can get by with, you know, low book learning. So we'll go with that as the lowest and we'll go with constitution at uh, at 10. All right. All right. So now I got the uh, ability score increase, variant human. Uh, and you've already chosen those for wisdom and dexterity. So now oh, click next. Four calculations, all this stuff. I, I got strength, dexterity, and constitution down here. And intelligence, wisdom, and charisma as well. Um, so it automatically calculated all of that based on your ability score increases and what you chose. That's what's nice about doing the, this rather than actually doing it on physical paper is the calculations are done by itself. Okay, so do I need to choose any of these other modifiers or should I just leave them alone? Just leave them alone. Okay, so we're on the next screen then. Yes. Um, you've already chosen your variant language. Um, so for the next thing that you do is choose a background. And that's going to be, what did your character do before they became a, a rogue? You know, were they an apothecary? Were they, you know, an athlete? Um, were they... Did they work in a king's court as a courtier, whatever? So go through and choose what you want there. I think and what, certain bonuses. Well, choose soldier because he's he's obviously a guy that couldn't hack it honestly in the uh, in like a king's army or something like that. So uh, sure. I don't want to choose folk hero because he's definitely not that. Fair enough. He's already, he's become a criminal and a spy. So why would he be that to begin? Uh, haunted one? Not really. Uh, definitely not noble. Although that might be kind of cool. Yeah. The noble that uh, steals from the king and whatever. Yeah. That'd be kind of cool. Um, but I think I'll go soldier. Okay. Now, soldier gives you additional skill proficiencies, and you can use land vehicles like carts and whatever, but in a modern setting, it would be, say, like a car. Um, and then you get to choose a gaming set, and literally that's like, you know, a set of cards, a set of dice, a chess set, that sort of thing. What would you recommend here? I would go uh, with the KISS method. Keep, keep it simple, stupid. So a dice set. Okay. Um, military rank. Oh, that's just telling me what my military rank was. Okay. Yep. And the other things down there, like character details, physical characteristics, you can fill that in later. Um, that's just rounding out your character. Um, I do want to do element though. All right, do it. Chaotic evil, chaotic, <laughs> chaotic neutral. 
lawful evil, lawful good, lawful neutral. Neutral, neutral evil, or neutral good? What is neutral evil? So, if we're using things that would be uh, like in pop culture, lawful evil is going to be your, say, Boba Fett in the original trilogy. Um, he has a code, he sticks to it, but he's not a good guy. Neutral evil, again, using, say, Star Wars, uh, neutral evil would probably be something like, oh, Cad Bane, or your, well, okay, he's not original trilogy, or your Darth Vader. Chaotic evil, you have your Emperor, Palpatine, so. What would you say Thrawn is? He's Thrawn, Thrawn is somewhat... I actually had this discussion with one of my uh, my gaming buddies. Um, he's lawful neutral because he does evil things. He has a code, but he's doing it for a specific purpose. So it would either be lawful evil or lawful neutral. Now, what's chaotic evil? Would that be the emperor? Chaotic evil is the emperor. He's just out for power. He wants to rule. He just does not care about who he hurts and that sort of thing. All right, I'm going to default to you on this uh, on this one. <laughs> if you're going evil, I would go lawful evil. Um, if you're going good, I would go chaotic good. If you're going neutral, I would go, uh, I don't know. I, chaotic good. There we go. Chaotic good is Han Solo. Yeah, that's kind of, okay, so yeah, that, that's kind of how I would want him to be. All right. So, funny, my wife just messaged me and said that uh, Thrawn is lawful neutral, and she's very adamant about it. Thank you yeah. for correcting this. <laughs> <laughs> um, we go on to the next screen, and you should have choose equipment or choose gold. Okay, so gold. I can... Oh, go ahead. The physical, personal, all that stuff. Yes, you can fill that in uh, whenever you want. Uh, that's those are important details, um, but it's just you know choosing your faith, lifestyle. You know whether he lives in squalor or lives in a palace. Physical okay. characters and you know eye color, so on and so forth. So, all right. So we're gonna do this is the last one. Equipment. Yes. Equipment or gold? I need to choose. Uh, equipment, get, basically, you choose from a list of equipment. Gold is if you want to specifically buy the equipment that you want to buy. Um, and you get a certain amount of gold based on that. I would choose for ease of use, you know, first time, choose equipment. Oh, wow. Look at all this. Uh, rogue starting equipment, you can choose a rapier or a short sword. It depends on whether you want to be a, a more dexterous uh, or more just, you know, a solid standard. I want a short sword. Let's do that. Uh, and then do you want another short sword or a short bow and a quiver of 20 arrows? Uh, I don't know. Part of me thinks he'd be too lazy to aim right or practice his aim. So let's just go to short sword. All right. So two short swords. A burglar's pack, dungeoneer's pack, or an explorer's pack. A burglar's pack is the tools of the trade for a burglar. Dungeoneer's pack is if you go into caves a lot. And explorer's pack is your standard. This is what I have out adventuring. Let's go with burglar's pack. All right. And then uh, you automatically get leather armor, two daggers, and thieves tools. And then soldier starting equipment, you get a dagger or a broken blade or a piece of a banner. What's the piece of a banner? It's like a piece of like a banner you'd see on a battlefield. Oh, oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Why would I want that? What's significant about it? Well, if you're, if it goes back to backstory, if like you served some, uh, served with a company that you really, really miss and that sort of thing you might take a piece of the banner into your next career um, to remind you of the good old days. Oh yeah. You know what? I think I'll do that because you know, that could, that could add to his dramatic past that he's trying to overcome or 
some yeah. nonsense like that. Okay. And then, uh, instead of throwing dice for a deck of cards. <laughs> Dude, he's a gambler. Let's go deck of cards. All right. And then you add starting you hit the red button that says add starting equipment. Well have him like be a hustler, like a card hustler or something like that. Some nice. old stone tavern sitting off in the, you know, a dark forest or something like that. Okay, what this stuff? This is all of your equipment. Um, I that all. You you automatically have all that all. Um, you can go through and like click use and wield and that sort of thing if you really want to use wield and wear. Um, and then if you click the next button, you'd be able to view your character sheet. Okay. Export to a PDF or just view it. I'll just view it for now. Yep. <laughs> so now you this, have your character. Go ahead. All this will save for me, right? Yes, it will save for you. So now you have your character. You go in, you can view... All of the things that you just went through, all of the things that you're proficient in, your statistics, you know, your inventory, your features and traits. Um, you can actually, uh, it actually has a dice roller as part of this. So let's say you wanted to try and deceive somebody. You can click on the deception button um, and it's going to roll that for you. Okay, where's the deception button at? Where am I? Where am I? I on your character sheets. Okay, I'm not seeing this. Uh, you have you actually have to click through, um, and the deception is going to be in the center column. I got it now. All right, I'm on uh, computer, so you click that and. It's going to roll your deception and it's going to automatically add that bonus of plus five because you're expertise in it. So there uh, you go. Yeah. And that is your first level rogue. Nice. Um, and like I said, it is super nice having the uh, things automatically pop up for you. Um, so there you go. You have built your first D&D character in 5th edition. Dude, I am so proud of myself. I am going to actually send this PDF copy over to Josh Smith because I'm just like so geeky proud of it. Awesome. Um, now, one thing um, for for later on as you're tinkering with things... If you look on the first page there, you should see what looks like a hammer and an anvil. You can go to Builder, and you can, like, bump him up to a third level if you want to and, like, go through and choose your options and whatnot. Because um, as you go up, you get more character options. You get to choose a subclass. Like, for rogues, you can choose, like, assassin or burglar or mastermind, that sort of thing. Nice. All right, so... There we go, folks. We have built me a D and D character. Uh, I hope yes. you enjoyed this episode. I had fun, man. This is this was this was fun building this. Um, and so next uh, next time, what we'll do is we'll click this little button down here at the bottom where it says "Start a new campaign." And is that does yes. that go and start building my campaign? I uh, it it allows you to create a campaign, create characters for that campaign. And you can actually create encounters in here uh, in the uh, beta. Um, so, yeah, it'll help with that. And we'll talk through options. All right, man. Well, Josh, I have uh, I've enjoyed doing this. And uh, for those of you who are um, wanting to get into D&D, I hope that this episode kind of helped you think about that and think about character building in a unique way. Um, like I said, I have a, I, I played uh, some D and D in in the mid nineties, um, early the mid nineties, like ninety three, ninety four. Uh, I, God, I think I was like eighth grade, I think. 
but I really haven't played since then. I, I it's just one of those things. Oh, I'm <laughs> epic fantasy and stuff like that. But I just never. And I think a lot of it, it was just if you didn't have people around you back then who who played it, you didn't have anybody to play with. Uh, where now everybody can play online together. And I think we've been we've been taught we've talked about this in our in our mastermind group before uh, about putting together a one shot and it's been on my to do list so I was just like oh, yeah. I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna have Josh help me with it uh, he doesn't know he's gonna help me with it but he's gonna help me with it <laughs> I will gladly do so and it's gonna be a lot of fun so now you have a Discord or you all have a Discord where you consistently play D&D each week. Is that, I mean, am, am I wrong on that? Yeah, uh, we use Discord uh, for voice chat and video chat. And uh, we have sections in our own servers for like, this is for role play that you want to do, you know, like just text-based in between uh, sessions. Yeah. Um, or this is character notes. This is, you know, party loot, you know, however you want to do it. So it's come a long way since the nineties. <laughs> um, so. All right, folks, I hope you have enjoyed this episode. Uh, <laughs> listening to me build a D and D character. And I'm sure some of you out there who are pretty well versed in D and D are just shaking your head at my choices. <laughs> going, what in the world has he just built? <laughs> but I think that's the cool thing about D and D is, is there's no real, you know, wrong way, really, it seems, to build your character. You do what you want, really. Exactly. Um, and that's it. It's just like building a character for a story. You can choose whatever options you want and go from there. All right. So. All right, everybody. This has been JJ and Josh, and this has been Geeky Thin. Hey, I'm getting tongue tied today. Geeky Dads. Talk about geeky things. And folks, that is a wrap. See ya. <laughs>